Today's show is brought to you in partnership with GiveSum. GiveSum is a platform that got on my radar last year. I've been watching with anticipation as they built out their solution. What they have built is brilliant. It's an online platform that allows companies who are already giving to seamlessly engage their employees in the experience by allowing them to choose the causes that matter most to them and choosing where the funds are donated. As my listeners know, I believe that corporate giving needs to be a table stakes when it comes to how we as leaders run our companies. And I also know that sometimes those donations and acts of support don't always connect to the people on our teams. GiveSum solves that problem by creating a bridge where you as a leader can now allow your team to select the causes and charities that matter most to them, and then, through the platform itself, receive direct feedback on the impact of those funds. Gone is the need for the once-a-year town hall or a company-wide email to share what causes the org supported last year. GiveSome allows your team to pick the charities and get direct feedback on the impact the dollars had. One of the best parts, GiveSum does not take a percentage of the donation. 100% of the dollars donated go directly to the charity and to the people who need it the most. GiveSum works with your company, and for a set fee, they administer the entire process. If you're already giving, which statistically speaking, you most likely are, visit GiveSum.com and find out how you can get your entire company involved in making a difference for the people who need it most. Hello and a warm collisions YYC. Welcome to my uh, uh, guest from way back at the beginning, yeah. Mr. Terry Rock. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm really good. And we are live on site. I don't do any on site anymore. So I packed up my gear and I lugged it downtown to the amazing cool space called Platform Calgary, where I'm going to go back a little bit. Uh, December 5th, 2019 is when we released our first episode when I was going to go back today and listen. I just didn't have wow. time. Where you told me about what about this. Yeah. You gave me the history. You gave me the whole story. And you're like, Tyler, this is what we're going to do. And then I proceeded to watch you and your team do it over the last couple of years. Yeah. So for anyone who hasn't listened, let's go, like, what is a platform Calgary? Let's start there and let's let's tell the story. <laughs> well, I mean, there's so, you know, what's really interesting about December 5th, 2019, about that time was when we signed the papers that uh, made it all official. We'd been planning it and uh, and we acquired the, the facility project at the time. Four months before, you know, the buildings <laughs> are kind of like, do we need these anymore in the world at all? Uh, and, uh, and, but we went ahead and did it. You know, what we're trying to create here is a front door for Calgary's innovation ecosystem. Like we really have this square in the middle, people who are trying to build things that are going to change the world. We're going to build businesses. that are going to employ lots of people. Do they have fast access to the things that are going to help them go faster? And um, we think, you know, Calgary's in, in, the, in the global scheme, uh, we're a mid-sized city and size matters when you're, when, you know, when you're looking for capital, if you're looking for talent, all those kinds of things. So we think, can we make up that lack of size? Can we make up for that by speed? And so that's really the story here. We now have 50,000 square feet dedicated to, we call it Calgary's home for innovators. Um, and we're focused on driving faster connections be- between talent, ideas, and capital in Canada's fastest growing tech city. And that is a true thing. Like over the past couple of years, we've become the fastest growing uh, tech city in the country. Um, we're trying to bring it all together. So um, it's hard for people to get. Like sometimes the, it's free. You walk in the door, uh, totally. you can start working here. Uh, you can just sit out, set up. Uh, we just walked past there's uh, thri- uh SVG ventures thrive is doing a pitch competition on our, on our, on our stage, uh, shortly this afternoon. Uh, and we have over 120 partners, all of them bring resources that can help innovators advance their thing. So. I love it. And I love that you told me the plan. The world changed. You still executed on your plan anyways. I know it's a many, many year yeah. vision in the making by the time yeah. this facility team came to fruition. A couple of things you said, obviously front door to Calgary's innovation ecosystem, yeah. which I love, but really speed. And when you and I first chatted, I don't remember that being necessarily the value proposition you guys were camping out on. Even our second episode, I don't think it was, but now it clearly has become. So just even talk to me, how did we get to speed being the career value prop that you guys are creating? Boy, you know, when we're when we're talking to, so over the past two years, three years, four, uh, I'm actually five years in the job here, started okay. in May of 2018, uh, hundreds of founders, hundreds of people working in tech, hundreds of industry leaders who want to engage tech, investors from all over the world pointed at Calgary. And none of them need to be convinced about the value of technology and innovation for an economy and for a city. 
Okay. No one needs to be told that. And what they- We're not the only ones fighting for that in that that space. Exactly. But what they want is for the process of engaging it to be faster. So if you're a founder and you need to have a hundred conversations with investors to be able to find the people that are going to invest in you, if that takes all your time, your business is going to languish. Can we make that go faster? If you're someone who wants to build a career in tech and you currently aren't, can you get faster into the programs that can help you get there? Can you get faster connected to the people that are hiring? If you're a founder and you want an advisor or you want a connection to industry and you got to go knock on all these doors, can we create a resource where you can make that go faster? And at the end of the day, those became that just, you know, emerged as it's kind of fragmented. It's kind of hard to navigate. What can we do to speed that up? And that just became clearly what was resonating with people. Um, And then you just get to the question, how do you do that? Uh, at scale. And that's where we landed on. By throwing them all in one place for starters and creating more almost like a compiling it and correlating it and bring like anything, we're all drowning in options, but where do I go? Yeah. And then really creating some wayfinding is what I'm hearing underpinning all that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We talk about, uh, we have like, I've got, what is it? Seven principles on, we, I call it how Calgary wins. And like, and, uh, one of them is make resources easy to access. Uh, that includes wayfinding, includes capturing them and, and having them. It's also not, uh, you know, looking only at our backyard, but it's looking at at global resources and making sure that you know people here can get whatever they need. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and you mentioned something earlier, which again I want to really camp out on it a little bit. Is this is available? It's free. You can walk in here and start yeah. working. Yeah. Is that sustainable? And like, that sounds awesome. So I'm not going to yeah. question that that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But is that a sustainable model? Like, does it, are, have the right partners stepped up, the city, the province? Yeah. Clearly there's a lot of things that have to happen to make that hold up over time. Mm. Yeah. So, um, so not all of it is. Uh, okay. We, we have a membership offering. This is another new thing that, that we okay. didn't know we were doing before, but, but the <laughs> membership is, uh, it's free for companies that are under 20 currently. If you're, okay. if you're a startup and you're under 20 employees, Having a membership platform is free. Um, do we the movement side of this is really important. We need you know the 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 community side is super important. So we're just like let's let's get the community built and connected, uh, and uh, we'll figure out the monetization side of it later. Or exactly we didn't we don't even know actually what it'll cost to sustain all okay. this stuff. Um, but we are we are supported by the city of Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, not as much as place uh, our colleagues in other cities are, which okay, if any well, counselors no, are listening to this. This is an opportunity for a voice. <laughs> this is actually the thing. So um, since we've opened, we opened June 6th, 22. Okay. Uh, we got our steady state now is about 350 bookings of space inside our space on a monthly basis. We hit that in October. <laughs> so quick math. That's a lot of activity. It's a lot of activity. <laughs> And like we went from zero event people in May of 2022 to now, uh, like hired our first person in May of 2022. They ran the grand opening on June the 6th. Uh, and I mean, June 2nd is what the, the day was. Uh, and June 6th is when we opened the doors. But, but you know, we've, we've had to scale up and just like the strain on our operations has been, been huge. But tens of thousands of people have been through this space. Uh, the vast majority of those people are informal groups. So maybe it's a user group for software or like the Calgary game developers or mm-hmm. some college kids who are working on something uh, or a nonprofit that's working with people entering into tech or you name it. There's uh, like this huge group of just community that needed a home and they've started to use this place on a regular basis. Plus pre-commercial startups who don't have two nickels to rub together. Yeah. Um, but need community and maybe we can give them a boost. So that's why we are making the case for public support is that this level of activity, you know, it's millions of dollars actually of in-kind support that's coming up that we're providing to the community uh, on an annual basis and public support allows us to do that. So city of Calgary, uh, province of Alberta, federal government, um, and others. Uh, In addition, the, uh, community of exited tech founders so people who've built great companies who've made money off those companies one way or another 
uh, and want to give back have been significant donors philanthropically okay. to us to the right. tune of over $5 million. Okay. So that all of that is about, this is a community asset that uh, is being used to it. And it's also part of the city where we're working hard to bring more yeah. activity, bring more In energy. We're changing what's happening. I remember yeah. there was many years ago, this was a dream down yes. here. This was like a slight on the city and it was controversial yeah. and it was all these things. Exactly. You walk around now and it's quote unquote happening, right? Yeah. To a certain degree. Yeah. yeah. And you know, so yeah, it absolutely is happening. And I mean, that's actually another part of this public uh, support story is yeah. that, hey, wouldn't it be great if East Village was a place where this, where, you know, we're, we're building startups, where there's cool things happening, it's spilling onto the street. We partner with the Calgary Public Library. We partner with the National Music Center. Hopefully when the event center gets built and all of this activity mm -hmm. in this village happens, you know, the, they'll be, we'll be part of that story. Um, and yeah, so, so that's, you know, we're a year in, uh, we had a pretty decent balance sheet, so we've been able to do some experimentation. Okay. Um, but we're still working on actually landing the full business model and making sure everything's there. But I'm very much, uh, let's try a whole bunch of things and we'll focus on the things that resonate with people. Um, and then we'll, we'll be able to, to build it that well, way. You're living the startup so, journey yourself. We are <laughs> like, let's call spade is spade, right? <laughs> Except it's a 41 year old organization that we had to really, really rethink completely rethink. But, yeah. And was everybody receptive to that? Because we all know the thing that often gets overlooked in this journey is change management in yeah. all of its glory. <laughs> you know, I have to give huge uh, kudos to my team. Uh, it's been tough. It's definitely been challenging. Okay. Uh, in like, not only did we do this, but we, a lot of us were, you know, working from home uh, while we're building a public facility, which is an odd thing. Um, and we're learning every day and learning is tough. Like I to talk about when you're, when the plane is taking off, it burns a lot of fuel it does. before it gets to cruising altitude. And we're still, we're still taking off and those learning curves, uh, are challenging. So we spent a lot of time talking about managing our workloads and making sure that, that, that we're getting there. Uh, and the community generally has been really receptive. You know, there was a lot of skepticism at the beginning. Like, do we need more office space in Calgary? Well, if you walk around here, this is not office space. Like, there's there's some spaces that... We are also but, sometimes optimistic skeptics. Yeah. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, you know, like, let's just let's use what, the Peace Bridge, the most photographed yes. thing in Calgary that everybody yes. was, like, literally wanted to die yeah. on the cross yeah, for yeah. against yeah. it. And now, literally, it's become this landmark. Yeah. I was somewhere the other day, and I saw something that reminded me of it. I, uh, then I was like, oh, I wonder if this is a copy. I'm like, the thing that we all were, like... Up on arms against, and now we love it. <laughs> it feels very Calgary to me. <laughs> yes. Well, and you know, like I have, a, like I have probably five slide decks I use to build support for this thing, and one of them, I've got a slide that says innovation centers uh, help build economies or diversify economies. And around the world, you can go around and see places like this in other cities. Mm. And uh, yeah, the reality is that they they have the stimulative effect, like they they do, um, and so. That was really advantageous. We looked at do you know, dozens of them. So, okay, what you know, what does a Calgary version of this look like? And how it's new here, but it's not new. Yeah, like, exactly. Oversimplify. Exactly. When you talk about the gap of what happens in other cities with the support that mm -hmm. gets brought in from public funding and yeah. the, and the gap here, those are yeah. all fairly public numbers. So yeah. What is the gap? Well, uh, our our funding from the city of Calgary annually is million and a half. Okay. Uh, the closest example we have is in Edmonton. It's five million a year. Uh, it's a pretty big delta. We, we got a little. We got a little bump of five hundred thousand a year from the city. We don't need five million. Like our model is quite different. Like okay. we, uh, when I talked about one hundred and twenty partners, you know, we're really, really trying to pick our spots and make sure that what what we do is amplifying to the whole community. So a lot of our sort of clients are actually people who are serving entrepreneurs as well as us. Okay. Doing that. Um, and so we're, we do our very, very a sh a best. Shared, a shared ideal customer profile. Or, yeah. Or so we, yeah, yeah. We, we actually talk about platforming things. Like what we're trying to do is if there's somebody that's got a great program, like SVG. I mean, literally the, what the word platform yeah, means. <laughs> exactly. We platform it like, yeah. oh, we can give them uh, access to an investor network. We can help promote what they're doing. We can give them a stage to do something on at a, at a price that they won't be able to get other places and, and a community that just expects that stuff to happen here. But the price quickly yes. gets offset if there's access. 
Yes. And how do I get access? And yeah. how do I deploy capital? How do I find the, like, exactly. you know, so many episodes, like we've got people with ideas and we've got people with money. How do we get them together? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is literally what you guys are creating here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want to get into sort of what was coming, but that's a perfect. Well, well, yes. Let's get them. This rabbit hole is as deep as we want to go, Terry. <laughs> that's a perfect segue into, uh, you know, we, 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 we looked and said the core of everything we do is a founder working on building something or an innovator working on building something and their team, that early team, uh, and just relentlessly focused on that group and what they need. And so at the start, they need training and mentorship and, um, and, and, and advisors and coaches and a community. And so we yeah, start there's with a very that. clear set of requirements that yeah. moves from stage to stage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they, they, you know, we can actually, it's not, it's not, uh, you know, we're not innovating by saying, here's content you need when you're at this stage, this stage, this stage, and getting you that content with partners. But then once you have something, then how, what, what else do you need? Well, you need access to capital, talent, and customers. customers. And so that's where effectively what we're working on now is building out partnerships that speed up the access to Okay. Talent, capital, and customer, uh, which is three groups, investors, industry, and post-secondary, and you know, basically the, the talent community, talent okay. building organizations, um, and just bringing that all together. And it's, you know, it's being built. Our focus right now, 2023, by the end of this year, we will have an investor hub going. Uh, we've got, we're working with a number of Calgary family offices that are really interested in understanding what's happening in tech. We bring them together, invite them in on a monthly basis to meet uh, companies that are raising money. We have a pitch breakfast uh, once a month and we know that that's making a difference. Uh, these are early stage, you know, seed rounds, mm -hmm. seed, seed, seed plus, um, and it's angels and seed focused investors that come together and some families that come in and just meet these people. It's, it's not about a hard pitch for a thing. There's no brokering going on or anything like that. It's literally the social side. Nothing much in life happens without a relationship yeah. in my experience. Yes. So then we, so then we're just like, okay, this is actually working. And so then we kind of look at, let's help people understand tech as an asset class. And there's a number of programs out there that we can help people learn to become investors and get them access to those programs. Uh, let's help investors meet investors so that they can have peers that they can bounce things off of. Or if you're an investor, you also need a mentor. And so can you get mentors uh, mm -hmm. as, as you go on your investor journey? And then the final thing is, it's really interesting is that there are Calgary's on the map now. And so there are investors from around the world they reach out to us on a regular basis and say, what's happening in your city? We're coming in. Some of them are raising funds and they see the Calgary high net worth community as a group that they'd like to have a conversation okay. with. And uh, so we've started this process of, of, you know, bringing people in and then helping them integrate into the, our investor community and meet our startups. So really upping our game on helping Calgary show up in the investor scene globally is something that we're working on. If I'm a year. family office in Calgary, would yeah. I pay to take part in that? Or is it like you literally host it? You we act host as it. the platform yeah. and just invite everybody in the room. This started because of the generosity of family offices as philanthropists. And so okay. they were, they were part of the group that helped us get going. Okay. And we're like, like we're in this amazing position where we know the startups and we know the people who are interested in investing in startups and the people the you know the families that that uh, made donations to us did it for two reasons one is they just believe that this is an important way to build our city this is the right direction and they're community minded but the second thing is they're business people looking for opportunities back and to they're the, like yeah. hey well like we like this from that perspective as well and so it's ne it's never transactional that way like we're not just you know we're not about opportunity they're not vetting mm -hmm. opportunities for them or thing it's just look we can introduce you to what's happening here and and so it's just become that and we get you know the people that are experienced so we have uh, experienced uh, family office investors that understand tech giving doing uh, events where they'll tell what their lessons are, what they've learned over the years and how they okay. set up to, you know, we're getting audiences as high as 70, 80 people coming to these on a quarterly basis. So 
Yeah. So we just think there's something there. Like there really is something. There's capital on the sidelines. There's global interest in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that we have a role to advance that. And we've just put together an advisory committee now that meets uh, to help us uh, get that off the ground. Let's do so, that. So th- th- that'll, be, that'll be rolling by um, uh, Q3, Q4 of this year. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. When you look at rolling those- Rolling more. When, when, yeah, yeah. I pre- I pre- officially. Officially. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and this yeah. is now a program. Curious, because you get such a cool vantage point if in that room- is it a balanced equation? Like the n- enough investors to enough opportunities or is it hit and miss or what, what are you seeing just from kind of looking down or looking over the railing at the pitch, at the pitch stage? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that, uh, you know, this, it's a really interesting, I have a global perspective on this. That is okay. that, that every city of, in our general position. So think of us as uh, a mid pack um, emerging city globally. Okay. Yep. So there's about 140 cities that are tracked globally and we're 40 are in the, they're, you know, solid. And then there's a hundred emerging and we're kind of mid pack of the emerging. So okay, that's fair. we're like on the border of a hundred in the world. Sounds like nothing but opportunity for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is where the fundamentals come in. Every one of these cities is trying to crack this early stage or uh, funding gap. Yeah. And, it looks like this founders that are at that early stage uh, quickly run out of doors to knock on and they just feel like their local community doesn't have the capital. Conversely, the investors say, I just am not seeing enough great deals and Hmm. they feel like every good deal is funded already. Right? So you have this mismatch and what's happening is the investors are actually finding places to invest and the founders are finding investment, just not in the same city. Oh, interesting. And that's happening here. Um, Which just slows down the evolution of that down. city in right. that emerging pack, right? Right. So we've just identified that this early, and if you then look at what happens, what happens when you find a way to particularly deal with the founder side? So when the founders are feeling like their community actually has the capital that can give them runway. What happens is the survival rate of those company of, of the startups in your city matches the survival rate of of the more established. So, in other words, your city becomes less of okay. a the, the the size of your city becomes less of a problem. So, this is where this we think we can make it up by like let's get these founders in front of all the investors, and we need more investors to happen so that they can actually get to decision faster. So that is you know effectively. We're not unique in that. That yep. isn't like a oh, it's a not a it's nothing about Calgary. It's just it's actually the structure of an early stage emerging ecosystem globally. But I don't think there's anywhere as well positioned as Calgary to tackle that and make it happen because we got community minded people here. They've got the funds to invest. We can do simple things to speed that up and that's what we're working and on. our city has such a highly connected nature to it like yes. since a community and people are like yeah. oh it's like that other places i will still fly the flag that i think we're really good at it yes <laughs> once you when you're in i guess like anyone if you're on the outside yeah. of that bubble it can feel on the outside but yeah there's never been a city i've lived in where it's like oh i can't help you but here let me introduce you yes. to someone versus like oh yeah sure maybe later and you get the winks and yeah. guns and they kind of skip off <laughs> yeah. calgary will tell you yes or no but a no usually means, well, let me introduce you to someone else, yes. especially if you were clear on your ask, right? Yeah. And I think that's the, the key. And I think that's, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. And I, if you think about then what we're trying to do here is like, let's create a microcosm of that for tech and just like really slipstream people in. Yeah. Curious your views, and I've had this conversation. This has come up on the show many times, so I'm, we're yeah. circling around this very similar topic. Do you have any, we're going to go down a really, really finite rabbit hole here about individual, like we'll just use family offices that are inexperienced in tech. The risk of those groups getting involved with early stage tech versus getting involved with maybe a fund. And there's a few of those in the city that are starting to get some legs under them. Like, no, no, we're experts in this. Let's work with you and let's steward your money versus I've heard the narrative a lot. Like we need more people as VCs. We need more people as early stage angels. For other people go, oh, that's kind of risky. If you don't get wins on that right away, you actually leave really bad taste. Yep. <laughs> Curious on that. You know, you're smirking. So I think this is a dialogue you've entertained before. <laughs> I mean, that that it's exactly. So I think there are, uh, there's, there's two ways to, to go about it. What is super clear when we're, when we have people ta- talking to our yeah. families is, it is to do it as an investment, a real investment, like where you're getting trying to get portfolio effects and those kinds of things. It's a lot of work. Like you yeah. have to have 25 to 30 
plus investments in order to get the optimal returns. Which some this takes 120 to 200 like looks before yeah, yeah. you even oh, get yeah. close to that. Or more than that. <laughs> yeah, it's right? massive number. Yeah. Yeah. So the delta. So I don't think indiscriminately getting people to just become <laughs> investors is the thing. Yeah. But um, there are lots of ways of, uh, of, of bringing people along. We use a three-stage model for all of the stuff. Onboarding, which is, which is, we use this with founders as well. There's that whole onboarding, which is like, what is this? What, what's the journey like? You know, what is a good idea? What just really getting oriented into it and yep. sort of sorting your ideas out. Then there's launching. So actually starting the process and then there's scaling and same thing with investors. What is this asset class? What does it look like? Are there simple, easy ways that I get my feet wet? It could be just following along in a syndicated deal where somebody's leading and there's SPVs that are doing that. It could be becoming part of a fund. What's most important is that you get engaged okay. and you're not just, you know, setting it and forgetting it. And, and, um, so I think the, the most like this, the takeaway for me is that all of those options need to be on the table. There is not going to be one silver bullet, mm. uh, and, uh, sort of trust and credibility is essential throughout the whole process. And no two family offices, no two high no. net worth investors, no two you know tech uh, entrepreneurs that had a great exit. There's, you can't put them in a bucket. They're all unique. Nope. It, what I'm hearing though is a common theme is that they're invested in community, they care, yeah, and they want to be involved. Yeah, it's not just like oh, we'll put some money inside it and forget it. There's probably yeah. other investments that would suit you better. In well, that and if you want to do that, you know, I think if you want to do that, there are like you can become an LP in any number yeah. of funds. And there's this we're on the circuit now of of big funds raising raising money here looking for 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 large checks from investors to to go into the to be part of their diversification to be, to be part of that yeah. strategy yeah. you talked about you know the gateway or the front door to yeah. calgary's innovation how are you guys getting the word out globally are people finding you or is that partnering with even you know i think travel alberta like how do we tell this out because yeah. it's part of the alberta story yeah. right but it's this financial alberta story yes. not a tourism story yeah interesting um so uh, the lead on that is Invest Alberta, and okay. and so that they have sense. a we, we they've become much more focused on uh, large scale deals, and so okay. they will refer people to us that are that are earlier stage. Same with Calgary Economic. That might reach in, touch base with them, saying yeah. we want to get involved. We don't know where to go. Yeah. So they wayfind to you. Yeah. Okay. Um. And and it, as a general rule, we uh most of our focus is on people in our backyard. Now okay. there's a sec like that's we just hired uh, our first uh, uh, lead of of international programs. Okay, awesome. And uh, our program manager, I guess, international programs. And so we're the only entity in Alberta that is, um, I guess, authorized or I don't know what it is, uh, designated okay. to uh, offer the foreign graduate entrepreneur visa stream so it's a oh, sub visa it's a it's used under the provincial nominee program if you are if you if you went to grad school in north america in the past 10 years or something like that okay I'm, i should i should know this exactly but i know at one point we can it was fact 10 check years. afterwards we can fact uh, check but, afterwards. but in some period you know like just recently graduated up to something like 10 years then uh and you want to and you want to stay in north america or stay particularly and come to calgary mm -hmm. uh we can we can work you through a process and we will then through the provincial nominee program be able to get you fast track to pr uh and it's it, this was in the the last uh 2019 election it was a it was a platform proposal uh, in the by the by the Kenny government and they put it in place and we were a partner to help them develop it and so we do that uh, we also have startup visa programs and, and those kinds of things and um, and we just see it you know we have this role to play we have a lot of stakeholders that are asking us so we decided it's it's been a side of the desk thing since I started here for five years we finally decided let's Get someone on the case and see where we can take it. And that was gonna that's gonna bring fresh talent or potential entrepreneur ideas. It's entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs. yeah, yeah. Entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial yeah. talent, yeah. entrepreneurial style talent. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. How do you? And this is a maybe a question with no answer. Maybe how do you decide what to say no to? Because like like this one, you decided to say yes, which means resources and time and everything has an opportunity cost and an opportunity upside. Yeah. How like how big's the ticket board of all the things you could do? There's, it's big. <laughs> I'm sure so, it is. because we're looking at at. You know, so uh, the first, I, I I think this would be a thing that I need to get better at. Okay. However, uh, and and we as in general need to get better at. We're not trying to boil the ocean. We are trying to resource 
the Calgary innovation ecosystem with the key things it needs. And um, to speed things up, to speed things up, yeah. to have okay. those resources available. And uh, the um, so the decisions around that, there's two uh, decisions that need to be made. And one of the, I'm, I believe in options theory. And so we try to make small bets and see where it goes and then double down on the things that are working. And so when you look at, as an example, the Alberta Catalyzer program, you know, our vision was, can we create a seamless uh, support system from idea to scale so that there's, we know that there's a quality program at every step of the way that, that we can vouch for, that we, we know it. And, and we started with junction, which was. And it's like, validated because it got to the end that, it, yeah. you know, it's been through the checks and measures. Yes. Right? And yeah, we yeah. started that process with our junction program when probably the first time we chatted, it was, that was, we were in our second quarter of junction or third. Um, and then it's like, okay, this really works. Like this is really at the right place for a lot of people. So when the Scale Up Gap program came out with Alberta Innovates and they had money for pre-acceleration programs, uh, we realized we were doing pre-acceleration before anyone was before we were calling it that. And we partnered with Edmonton and scaled it up. So it's big doing like 200 plus companies a year now when we were doing like 24 before. So that was a good example of a low risk shot at something. Made, it, made a bet, it worked, and then went all and in. And then now we're going all in. So we've been doing investor things for a year and a half. Okay. Clearly, it's people like it and uh, and get value from it. And so, okay, we started, we went out and, and did an RF, RFP basically for a partner to sponsor the investor hub. That is about to be signed and announced within the next couple of months. Oh, excellent. Uh, it'll be a be really great, um, highly credible partner. Um, and so then, when, then we say, and we say no more yeah. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then like we've, and then our, some other funding partners and that have, are coming on board and like, we're going to be able to do this real. So the things that we say, so the international programs one is, yeah, I've, we've got enough evidence now okay. that there's something there for us and there's a sustainable business behind it that we can, we can add it in. Um, but it is a management challenge because we've got these, we've got a very diverse set of stakeholders that we have to work with. Um, and what the, and what each one of them cares about is, I, is the ultimate, most important to them. Yes. <laughs> like I get that. So we, Hey, Hey, where's my thing? Yeah. I, want, I want my thing. Right. Yeah. So we, humans, you know, humans. <laughs> so we're trying to create, we think when we studied all these other organizations around the world, we probably have the most partners of any anyone in the world. Okay. Like which comes lot. with its own opportunities and challenges. Right. For sure. So then that has to be a core competence. Mm. You like so how do you manage that beast? you have to manage it and you have to just be fully committed to it. And you all of those those things where people want their thing and all of that, that's just yeah, that's what that that's what it that's is. That's the path we chose. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 So you're just you gotta get good at that. When you set when you set I I love the kind of micro strategies, like we'll set something, we'll try it. Are you pretty disciplined around what the KPIs would be to know if it was successful or because it is a little bit of a test and learn, is it a little bit organic as well? And I kind of respect both pieces need to be at play sometimes, right? Yeah. So it 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 would uh I think you're learning about what the KPIs are. So okay. we think yeah, of yeah. we think of like KPIs for us are health metrics and and really like are things like delivering what they what they need to be and what do we need to tweak? But uh, that is an area where um, we we have to get better at refining what those look like. And what the resistance, here's the resistance I have, is that when you're trying to build the ecosystem, there's a lot of stuff that is hard to measure without like putting a lot of, and, but you know it, you know it when you see it. So the fact that we've got 350 bookings a month in this space, that's a pretty good indicator. Um, but it's, you know, when you walk around, there's a feeling, is it alive or not? Yeah. And so well, the quant qual is yeah. measurement is, yeah. is tough. <laughs> yes. So we're, so with, how you do know, you measure community even at that yeah. word? <laughs> yes. We all know it when we feel it, but yeah. yet can yeah. I look over the wall and go, look, I see community over there. That's yeah. Tough. It's really tough. So we're, so we could, you know, it's actually quite, if you walk around into our, where our, where our team hangs out, you'll see on, we have whiteboard walls and you'll see we have, we run OKRs and, uh, I'm and, a big OKR guy. So yeah. Love, so, love so <laughs> we're, lear we're still learning the process. Like we're still learning how it works and everything like that. Each, we've got our, 
Uh, I think that's the beauty of OKR is you're always learning how to do yeah. them better, right? Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing it for three years and we're like, oh, oh, that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. So like the like yeah. our, the mm-hmm. one that we're work, like the one that's driving this year is bring the platform innovation center to life every day. That's the okay. that's the object. That's the big yeah. That's the big oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. And then but then each team has little pieces and their own things and stuff like that. And um, but that's the you know that's the thing that that's keeping us kind of our north star for this year after we're, you know a year in we're remote uh, out from covid and all of that that's been the, the biggest challenge um just curious on your okr model does that does it work it's and if anyone doesn't know yeah. what we're talking about john doer okrs measure what matters go check it out yeah. it's fantastic and yeah most of the brands you use every day use the okr model yeah have you integrated right down through the organization to the the the, the person that's closest to the front line as all the way up to the executive because that we've struggled a little bit on okrs with that of getting it to work its way which yeah. is the kind of promise of okrs right? yes is the integration <laughs> Uh, so I would, so the, what's, what's interesting is there's probably a meta OKR for us, which okay. is actually this, we actually started at KPIs, right? And, uh, and so we're trying to have it so that we understand our KPIs and each team has KPIs and that a KP and uh, the relationship between KPIs and OKRs is that an in, a performance indicator becomes an objective when it's not where you want it to be. So that mm, okay, so yeah, deserves your focus. Yes. Uh, and you don't want to be like, you don't want misalignment from that. Like you don't want like our KPIs over here and then our objectives are like something completely different. So you, we got to Which can easily happen in an organization. Yeah. So <laughs> Especially in a startup rapid growth. Like how many people on your team now? How big is the, the team? We're verging on 50. Nice. Yeah. That's a very is, different company than five, than 10, than yeah. 15. Like yeah. those milestones are real. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. a 25 person company, like, 50 person company is a very different organization. Yeah. 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 And, um, and we're, and we're, especially when everything is test and learn. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you just have like, I'm feeling the weight. I'm feeling it really, <laughs> it's really, really like, and there's only so many times you can say like, okay, we're, we're continuing, you know, like, yeah, this is hard. It really is hard. Yeah. But we just did our second discover tech YYC and the team was remarking on, you know, like this is the first thing that we've done twice. <laughs> just, that's a milestone. Yeah. So, so it actually was easier. It was easier. And it and probably got a little bit better. It, 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 yeah, it was better it's like in some ways. like that project in Woodshop. You know, you make the thing, you make the second one, you're like, oh my, that is like, yeah. that's a 10x better than yeah. the first uh, yeah. tea cozy or whatever I made. It was, it was better in some ways. I think we overcorrected it in a couple other ways and we got it, we're, mm. you know, we're just doing yeah. that. Um, and um, yeah, so, so it's a, I, like I've just said, like the OKRs for us is a process. The most important thing is not the fact that we have a dashboard and we have these things. The most important thing is that we're having conversations about what's working and what's not working, and we're adjusting based on those conversations. Mm. So, because we we had an agreement that this was going to be an objective, we went after it, this worked, this didn't work. The fact that we had that conversation and that this gave us a, 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 a non-threatening way to have a conversation about what's working, what's not working, that's the most important thing. Um, not so much the objectives. But and I find OKRs, if you really read into the process, it does that well. Yes. It that's creates some it space to go, hey, you know what? This wasn't, this actually wasn't right. No. <laughs> but we've learned. Let's move yes. on. You know, yes, like, exactly. the, the quarterly cadence. Yeah. Uh, five years into the role. Yeah. How's your role changed? How, like, talk about, let's talk about the you in this journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a really interesting thing. And candidly, it's like I'm, I'm having to change because we're yeah. dealing with scale issues now. Um, the most important, uh, difference between, uh, me in 2023 and me in 2022 pre-opening is that Jennifer Lucier is a COO now. Um, the and you have a team. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and because we just realized that we were moving, we were shifting from build and try, 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 and, you know, throw lots of things to, this is about, this is an operation now and it has, it needs stability and it needs process and it needs everyone on the same page. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm pretty good at saying like, you know, marking the territory that we need to go and getting people enthusiastic about it and those kinds of things. I'm not good at the day-to-day stuff. Um, I'm good at relationships and storytelling and those kinds of things. But when it comes to, 
you know, um, like let's actually get some discipline process going. Uh, I'm more like it's over there somewhere. And <laughs> those two uh, skills can often conflict. Yeah. So that's just, and many been, of founders nodding their head right now, listening to us. Yeah. Talk. <laughs> and so I'm really, I, 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 uh, uh, I have three mentors as part of the venture mentoring service of Alberta that, uh, have been essential to the process oh, of me, um, becoming, you know, sort of a, someone who has worked on these big city changing kinds of things into someone who's leading an organization that I don't intend to just move to the next gig, but I want to like, we want to grow this thing, uh, grow its impact, not necessarily grow the organization, but we want to grow the impact and, um, and having the ability, uh, to have someone who is an operationally focused partner, um, who we are, we work hand in glove, uh, has been essential. And then part of it is though, then you have your own identity. Like, okay, well, I used to like decide all these things and now I'm not anymore. I have leadership to let identity go crisis. Of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 I have to let go of them. Uh, we have a, and we have um, the other, so we've made a big switch between, so Jen's focused on anything customer facing and, and all of that, like delivering of value to the community. Yep. And I'm focused on our long-term position and our relationship to external stakeholders and and our sort of big revenue sources like government funding and and uh, and philanthropy and that kind of a thing and government relationships. And uh, we, I don't think it's fully public yet, but we have a really great new team member starting in government relations. Uh, in a week. So oh, well, post, you can talk about it because th th this will come out. This will come out after that. So you're welcome to share if you want. It's okay, totally yeah. up to you. Sure, this sure. will be out in a few weeks, so we're good. Yeah, like, well, we're, we're, we're already we're, living in the future right now. Perfect. <laughs> well, we're really excited that on June 5th, Jordan Pinkster uh, joined us, and Jordan has a ton of experience uh, working with City Council uh, and with Global Public Affairs for many years on the economic development files that Global worked on and just a great guy and we're super excited that he's joined us here someone just floated his name by me like a couple days ago i love calgary like that's calgary right there, there you go. Like, i just was told like you need to meet so that's so yeah. funny yeah like i haven't heard that name before and i yeah. literally heard it yesterday yeah no really <laughs> well, congratulations excited. on bringing yeah. people like that on, on board yeah yeah so that's you know those are the kinds of things that you know again with the help of my mentors very intentional change in my role and also with my board like just really sitting down and saying like this is what i need to be focused on now and Full support. I really appreciate the honesty on that because not only are you building an organization that hasn't been built before in the city, it's something you haven't built before. And sometimes no. that gets forgotten in the leadership journey. No. And I've that's built a big things thing. like this, but not this big. Yeah. That's um, awesome. And I mean, just the other thing that my mentor team is often reminding me is that there's a lot of features of how we've chosen to build platform are different, unique in Canada. Uh, it's hard to make the case, you know, when we're working when we're working and supporting this big partner network and these kinds of things, it's sometimes hard to make the case for what our value is. Like when you talk about KPIs and things yeah, like yeah. that, I had a council member when we were talking about our budget request say, you know, someone just walked in and said, you give me X dollars and I'll give you X number of parks. What's your version of that? Mm. I don't have that yet. That's tough. But we're working on it. Yeah. You and know? in that case, you can look to other, other markets and other yeah. geographies, but you're also trying to do it different too, right? Yep. Trying to do our version of that. Yeah. And Which plus, is a like, little bit of faith still needs to, needs to be a dash of faith, right? Also, I don't want to sound fluffy, but it's real. Mm -hmm. Well, this is, I don't know if this is fluffy or not, but I just think about when you're building something and you're intentionally trying to make the biggest impact 10 years from now. Time span. So we know that it's a hockey stick growth curve. So we're going to do things that are incrementally mattering 1% better, 1% better, 1% better, 1% faster. And those things compound. Compound interest is you, a real phenomenon. <laughs> you don't notice it yeah. until like, I probably won't be working here and when you really start to notice it. And that's totally fine with me, but like, I need people to stay with us. And that's what's been great about the the donors and, and the government, the founders with, with city council. They've, they are patient. They mm -hmm. get it. They get that we're building this. And I'll, I should say Calgary Active too, like Brad and team there are patient. I really appreciate it. that because time span is a, is a big determinant of yeah. the way you look at the world. Yeah. And we're addicted to short-term returns, yeah. quarterly reports, all the yeah. things. But to have family offices and some of the maybe legacy money that's floating around in this yeah. province that has a, maybe a bit of a generational long-term yeah. vision on it, yeah. it's really critical for partners when you're yeah. building something that isn't next year or the year after, but it's a decade from now. Yeah. And I just will contend that you need to have organizations in your city that can do that. 
Yeah. Uh, it, and it was the same in the arts. It's the same when, you know, we're trying to build the brewing industry. It's like, look, there's like, there's lots of things we could do that are short term and they, they matter, but the big impact of this is long into the future. And so let's do things now that might seem like you're giving things up, but yeah, that's why you're doing That's why that big long-term vision, yeah. that's why that North Star or whatever yeah. acronym, the BHAG or whatever you yeah. want, to, want to call it. What, what blows this up? Maybe nothing, maybe something. Like, what's your, what are your black swans that you look at? And they're black swans, so obviously we don't know what they yeah. are. But. Oh, I mean, I feel like, you know, one of the things that I thought was, there was some rumbling. So when uh, the there were tech layoffs were happening, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like... Have they settled out? Is there still some? I think we've kind of gone yeah, through, I it feels like we've got through the most we've of gone it or through the worst some of it. Of it the big sure, high profile ones anyways. There's a lot, I don't know, there's a lot of people making fairly dire predictions about the way our economy is going. Um, and, uh, think about predictions sooner or later, somebody's right. That's yeah. the problem with, anyways. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel that the death of our economy is a slightly overstated right now, but I got to be careful. I don't have a crystal ball either. <laughs> so I, so I guess the, you know, I, br I bring that up because that was, there were moments where I was like, okay, like, are we, but at the end of the day, what we're, we're really the intersection of tech innovation and entrepreneurship. Mm. And, um, and I just don't believe that this, you know, fact of two, three, five people getting together and building a business, using technology, innovating on product, on process, um, uh, you know, discovering new things. That's not going away. There's just I, no I feel way some of the economic turmoil we've had has actually added to that yes. personally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The no, safety the, and security myth of get the safe job. That, yeah, that yeah. got blown up like, yeah. many years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So entrepreneurship became cool. When I was a kid, it wasn't cool. Yeah. Yeah. You got sent to a remedial class if you said you wanted to be an entrepreneur. Oh, there's a whole story. <laughs> it's a very there. different world. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I mean, I, I sometimes I'm like, you know, are we advising people to become entrepreneurs? Like there's maybe, maybe because mm. it ain't for everybody. No, it's uh, no, it's not super, it's not capes and superheroes. It's, yeah. it's a lot of the yeah. hard slogging. Yeah. Um, but I don't <laughs> think we are. I think what we're trying to do is to say, you know, it actually is a viable path for a number of people. It's really important for our economy that anyone who wants to start something can start something. That the red tape is yeah. gone. That the that the community is there for them. That you know, and that. So then I just I just go to. Um, there's no scenario where we wouldn't continue to have a focus on entrepreneurs and innovation and technology yeah. as a driver of our economy. If people were willing to, you know, would people would it be the kind of thing where people wouldn't pay? Even then, let's say the government funding all dried up. Always a scenario that we consider. Yep. Um, there are so many community-minded entrepreneurs who are ready to give back, and arguably that's even a better way to do it. Um, so I just don't think I don't think it goes away that like that. Could the building go away? Could all you know? Yeah. It could. I just, I think this building makes everything go faster. Okay. Um, and so, you know, that, that's why we're, we're trying to do what we can with it. But the fundamentals of this movement in Calgary too, I don't think that's going away. I think you're right. I think we've run it long enough now. Like there yeah. was a point that maybe if we would have, I haven't forbid this, the oil price returned a little sooner than it did. Yeah. We might not have got here, but I, I, and again, I say this with a lot of respect. It lasted long enough that we went, okay, wait. And I don't know. I think it was okay. I'm going to take it as a good thing. I think we're all glad that it came back to the way it did. It but that prolonged period of time, you couldn't hold your breath anymore. You had to actually do things differently. <laughs> totally. And I, but I also, do, this is why this is the long-term strategy is mm -hmm. like, it's going to keep going up and down. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The roller coaster like will go up. That and is that. Right that's happening. So do you, do we really want to build an economy based on an externally set price of a commodity and i just don't think anybody like i think people i think people want to enjoy the benefits of that and that's yes. great um but let's balance out our risk profile but yeah <laughs> so yeah. i'm with you yeah we have the human like that's it's driven by human ingenuity we think of ourselves as entrepreneurial and i think we can double down on it and actually get the benefit of it and it, it's it, the one great thing about tech now is that where you start from 
will not ever be a limit on where you can go, how far you can go. Yeah, that, yeah. and that's and that's the accessibility to that and access is improving all all the time. Yeah. I've had a few people on the show that they said, you know, Calgary likes to con- fancy itself an entrepreneurial city, but there was a period of time where we almost kind of lost that. It got a little bit too easy. The price of oil, the price of commodities was too good. Yes, uh, that last downturn, I think, maybe shook that up a little bit. And I'm never going to say negative about Calgary because I'm very pro, but I think we've gotten more entrepreneurial in the last three four years. I'm going to say that in a very positive way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so too. Uh, and I, I guess I always think of like the stories we tell ourselves and then saying, oh, you know, this is what this actually is and what it means. And let's show it when we created, when, you know, actually Brad Zumwalt created the, what we call the butterfly collection, the tech in Calgary logo page, which you, when you walk in the front door, you'll see that. Yeah. I've stood and stared at it many times. <laughs> uh, and big ideas for that into the future to sort of make it more interactive and, and stuff like that. But, um, uh, that is an eye opener. Every time people are like, wait a minute, there's a thousand and twenty seven tech companies that we can count in Calgary right now and, and you can <laughs> see their logo and you know how many people work there? Yeah. There's that many people here. Can we put that in VR and we can interact with well, anyways? Yeah. <laughs> I can already see your wheels spinning. Yeah, that's I can see like, the You know, things that you oh, yeah. wish you had more time for. Yeah, yeah, like totally. Yeah. I think get Jeff LaFrance involved in that. Yeah. Um talk to me and we'll kind of wrap this little back and yeah. as you and I joked before. Oh, this will be short. We've talked yeah. before and boom, we could blow an hour. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about the building. Because yeah. love it, hate it. It's weird. People yeah. I don't know. I I love its uniqueness. And yeah. we did the mesh event here, which is the first kind of yeah. like when I was here for two days solid. And it was weird, but I kind of liked it. And I say weird because it wasn't just your same old event space, which yeah. I'm, all, I'm super okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I love some of the conference place uh, locations we have in Calgary, yeah. they're very, it's very expected. This is not expected. No. How much is that? <laughs> how much has that played a factor? Good, bad, indifferent thoughts? Uh, it's definitely, you know, we are like, we're one of our paranoias, healthy paranoias, hopefully, is like, there's, <laughs> it's only going to be like, you know, the new kid on the, it's like, we've got some, we've yeah, got yeah, a honeymoon her, kind yeah, of going totally. on where people are trying it out. Um, one of my, one of my jokes is if you like it now, wait till it's finished because <laughs> the supply, like we opened, we, op- we just made a call to open because we opened right in the we, thick of it. Yeah. We're coming we right were out not of the done. thick of it. Like it was, we had probably five dates that we were planning to open that slipped because just supply chain or, or permitting or whatever. And, and all the it's things, a, it's a tricky building. I mean, it is. In a parking garage, yeah, <laughs> and so we we have a we have a we have a developing relationship with the Calgary Parking Authority to help. We think that you know being in a parking structure should be an advantage to us, and right now it's not exactly an advantage. It's okay, too expensive, and there's like some things like that. We do special mm-hmm. event rates and stuff, but we need to work on. Yeah, that how do you make the them. convenience match the yeah, yeah the cost to benefit? Yeah, yeah so understand. working on that. Um, many more negotiations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. Yes. Uh, and, um, and, you know, we're still, you know, we're like, we've got, uh, we call it lids. We got lids on some of our meeting rooms and not on other ones. And we just have, to, we just have to stop because of stuff, but that's <laughs> happening. Uh, we're think, work in progress. I'm hearing. We have like clear. committed funding f- for a, a number of, of improvements and we're just, it's just, it's it's still challenging to get it happen. Yeah. I, I I just my I had a minor car accident and oh, sorry, my sorry my, my truck uh has to get a new door and there are none. <laughs> There's 700 back ordered in Canada. So for, you just can't for, get a door. It's just like yeah. So that's happened here many 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 <laughs> times. So we just can't get the stuff that we need uh, mm. to finish it off. But uh, but that's happening. Um, you know what's really interesting, which is a whole separate podcast episode but the nature of work you're on you're on on. the nature of work and so what we're finding is there's not a lot of people that need an office and a place to come and sit and work but there are lots of needs for people to come together and yes and do creative things i believe that's changed on a semi-regular irregular basis like just like you know, we need a brainstorming session once a month or our team has to come together we all work remotely and so that is you know, one of the advantages of being partially done when we opened is that uh, with <laughs> back money, to test and learn <laughs> exactly with money available to to improve on is is that we just saw that use case become probably the dominant use case and yeah, so so uh, things drastically changed so from when we chatted change. back in December fifth, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. So the building has has those things going on, and we're and it's it's truly a a, a sort of month by month learning process. Um, the world, it's going to be a different place when we hit a thousand members. So we're okay. just over 210 now or something like that. Okay. Uh, we'll have that 
you know, basically the vision is that every every tech company in the city feels like this is a home for them and they can come and use the space and be part of the community and give back and, and get at the same time. Um, and then I think that's, you know, within we have to iterate off that. Of course. Once, uh, once all well, that you happens. think about all the companies that are getting a taste of it now and yes. the ones that are successful, that's always going to be in their DNA. They're yeah. always going to have that yeah. skunk works or sending people there for an offsite yeah. or like, that's just going to become so much part yeah. of the DNA because you were there at the beginning, right? You yeah. were, you were part of the success. You know, in, uh, yeah, in 2019, yeah. we had, we worked with about 300 startups, uh, and founders. 2022 was over 1600. Wow. Uh, and nice. I, I love some of the good solid numbers back to KPIs. So, I like some good numbers. So it was like, okay, like that's a lot of volume through, through stuff of, of that, um, over 300 last year were people who just reached out and we had a frontline conversation with saying, they're saying like, I'm trying to start something or whatever, help me get sorted out. And, uh, and so it's like, yeah, so we're doing, you know, basically every day of the year some one at least one person is calling us or reaching out asking, to us or through us for help just like get me get me connected in so and that's just not stopping it's like we haven't like we haven't like you know run out of like it's like hey we got them all covered it's like yeah, yeah, there's yeah, more yeah. and more to 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 totally so the penetration on that or the, the 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 reach on that you're just getting going yeah so this building is going to change uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it'll change with the community as we go. So that's, that's the fun part is that it does have Which that. And it has the, it has that kind of transformer vibe to it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> More than me. See, anyway, sorry. Yeah. That was, um, curious, last question. Yeah. Out of that 1600, any metrics or can connection to where they've ended up or how the, cause so so many of them will still just be on their journey. Yep. Some maybe not, some maybe like jumped way ahead of the pack. Yeah. So we've been experimenting with a, um, a dashboard that, um, uh, we subscribe to okay. that uses uh, data that that can be scraped, and okay. so we we able to put in our uh, the companies that are in cohorts, and so we just we just completed a, a look at uh, twenty eighteen, nineteen, and twenty companies that were in our programs. There was eighty two that we were able to we were able to track. Okay, uh, so we just took someone a was just I was talking to Mark Blackwell about this the other day about a similar program they use at Builder. And, okay, and it was about looking for companies that where they are in the cycle and kind of yeah. what their filings are. And I was I, I I missed the name, so it's interesting you bring that up. It sounds very similar, but yeah, I think this was this is kind of custom through this. It's okay. like an industry association that we yeah. we were part of. But so, uh, anyways, all intersecting conversations. We took a yeah, <laughs> we took a subset of eighty two companies. Uh, that were in programs from 18, 19, 20. These are pre-commercial companies. So they okay. were pre-commercial at the time. Uh, we followed them then in 21, 22. And of the 82 companies, there were just over, something like 212, I have the numbers, I might not have the precise numbers, 212 jobs were created by, new jobs were created by 35 of those companies. Okay. Um, and then about another 40 of them uh, just were the same, and mm -hmm. then the remainder shrunk or died. Okay, so percentage wise, that was better than than you know, like yeah. the smaller percentage were the ones that didn't yeah. go forward. A good almost fifty percent, forty percent had positive impact from a recruiting and jobs yeah, perspective. Exactly, and we Put don't know their revenue, revenue in tax. But, and, yeah, they must have revenue, right? But and then what's interesting about that is yeah. then that what that means is something like seven to twelve million dollars of new payroll. In the Calgary economy, which are numbers that can ladder up to the city and the province, that can get that then right? compounds. Yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely. So every year you're getting that, and those companies are still in, still growing. So that number of two twelve is going to continue to grow, and the payroll impact is going to continue to grow. And so, since the 20, 2018, 19, we've like four or five x the volume of companies we're working with. So, so do the math. Those numbers are <laughs> yeah. going to get big fast. Um, and, uh, so it's that, that's where I just, you know, if you talk about the KPIs, I should have just started with that and the KPI <laughs> thing is wrap it up with that, but it's like, it's undeniable that investing in this, if you can speed that process up, you're gonna have economic impact with the money that the public money that we're getting one major success will pay it off all of it. 
<laughs> so it's so, what I love in the world of like even business to business selling versus business to consumer. You only need a couple deals to make yeah, it all make exactly. sense. And the whole thing was like that worked out exactly. and, we, and we can take everything we learn and then amp that up for the yeah. next round. Yeah. yeah I appreciate yeah, the journey yeah. you guys are on. Yeah. Um, Platform Calgary. If someone wants to reach out, go check it out online. Drive by on Ninth Ave. You can't miss it. Come in. We have a coffee <laughs> yeah, you shop. Just come now. in. Actually, yeah. What am I? There's what a I coffee kidding? shop, and and uh, and anyone under twenty, it's free to come in. Use the space. Uh, under under twenty employees. Yep. Uh, as a tech company, uh, there's a, a very straightforward membership application process, and you can become a member. And then you know, uh, in our evolution, uh, some point in say the next year and a half, two years, we will those members will actually be voting, and we'll start to integrate them into the governance of the place. And like, it's a, we're trying to make this a community owned driven kind of place from a place that mm. was not that to a little more Dow esque almost. Yeah. 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 A few things in there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know if we'll go that far, but yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that, it, was yeah, that was exactly. my word. That was my word. Terry, I heard you say you were going to turn this. Through. No, yeah. Tyler did not say that. Yeah. Yeah. Terry. Esque. Yes. Ask ish. Yeah. Uh, Terry, yeah. thanks so much. Love the work you're doing. Yeah. Great to meet families. I'm not used to sitting right across from yeah, somebody yeah. when I'm actually talking to them. I'm usually yeah. looking through a camera, Yeah. but uh, we started in person and we uh, circled back yeah. in person. So it was great. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Yeah.